How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of Into the Fire, where every single week, Rob Breed and I, we're uh, clearing the smoke on hot topics here. And uh, every single week, we uh, have a good discussion. And I think what makes this really good is that we're getting people involved on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is has been awesome for us as far as uh, seeing engagement. So continue to engage with us. Continue to uh, follow along in the conversation. And please provide your uh, your own feedback, your own comments, and uh, your own take on uh, some of these topics that we're covering here. Because, again, it's interesting to see some of the, the feedback that we've been getting. And it, it just adds a little bit more to, to the dynamic of the conversation. Oh, the comments have been great, Ryan. I mean, I really do appreciate when people are posting things online and coming back and adding stimulus to what we're doing and, and some of their own thoughts. And it gives me the opportunity in a lot of cases to be able to take the conversation from where we are here and add things that maybe I forgot during the show mm-hmm. or, you know, I can expand on ideas. And, Absolutely. you know, it's really nice to have the, the comments that are coming back. And, and as I say, just continue the conversation. 100%. Yeah. And I think it just, again, it just makes, it makes us all better. Mm -hmm. It makes us all smarter. And, um, you know, that's essentially what we're trying to drive here. I was going to say that's the whole point of the the show here is to make the world a safer place and, and, you know, to improve. I completely agree. So this week we're talking a lot about employee satisfaction, employee satisfaction, culture. But something we've been kind of digging around on having a good conversation about is, you know, how dangerous are employees who aren't satisfied in their job. Right? It's, it's very scary to think that you have a lot of people who are working in your organization who aren't completely satisfied in their job. What is going on? What kind of what kind of issues are they leaving behind? What kind of, you know, burning garbage fires are you just are, are going on behind the scenes that you may not know about? And so in your experience, Rob, like how dangerous is it to have an employee who isn't satisfied in their job working within the walls of the organization? Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, we could probably spend half an hour just on this topic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, they are very dangerous. You think about trying to build your culture. And, you know, we've talked about this even before we started recording the show here, that I think, and, and I very much believe these days, that job satisfaction and culture have really become one and the same thing. Mm-hmm. But when you start thinking about people that are dissatisfied in their jobs, what are they doing? You know, they're they're becoming a toxin to the operation, yeah. right? They are having those little side meetings around the coffee cooler. They're they're talking. They're finding the bad stuff. They're not trying to fix things. Uh, they are bringing other people around them down. They really are a toxin. Yeah. And if you want a toxic workplace, you'll have one of those people. They're going to then turn those people into two people, then three. And before you know it, you've got the gossip thing going on. And people mm-hmm. aren't focused on doing a good job anymore. They're not focused on making their world a safer place. Mm. They are starting to focus on all the negatives. Mm-hmm. So instead of a positive workplace, yeah. you've got a negative one. Mm. So you've taken a good culture and allowed it to st- slip away. Yeah, we see that. I mean, I think everybody has seen that at some point in time where you have an employee, a colleague, where you know something's going on, they're bad for the culture, they're bad apples, mm-hmm. but we know there are bad apples out there. But you know, there's something, I believe we used this word a couple times last week, it was insidious, mm-hmm. right? There's something insidious about an employee who just kind of is not, not is they're going through their day, but they don't like their job. Mm-hmm. Right, they yeah. don't like their job. They're not passionate about it, and uh, you, uh, you, take passion out of it. Take passion out of it. They're not satisfied with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They don't like their job. They're in it just for the nine to five. 
they're good people. Right. They're good people. Yes, they are. Right. But yeah. they're but but they don't like what they do. They question why they're even here. You know, like what what do you do with people like that? That's a that's the tough one because you know you like them. Mm-hmm. Yes. But maybe they're not a good fit for the company. Well, and you're right. Uh, I mean. Yes, they are good people. When you're talking about uh, different individuals, mm-hmm. and, and you know you've gone through all the steps, right? You've had the conversations. Maybe you've had to do the write-ups. Maybe you've had the, the different things. You've put them through the training. You've talked about their futures. You've talked about setting the goals. You've talked about all those important things, and they're still not getting on board. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make them bad people, but maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this isn't the industry for them. Or maybe, maybe that isn't the job for them. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're trying to put a square peg into a round hole and they really want to do a good job, but in their heart of hearts, they just don't like that Mm -hmm. job. Yeah. Sometimes, honestly, the the kindest thing you can do is shake hands and say goodbye. Uh, You know what? Because what happens? You're allowing them to be able to go to a new place and do a job that they truly enjoy, mm-hmm. that they get satisfaction from, and you're able to bring in somebody who can do the same thing for you. That is true. And that's, a, that's a very good perspective to have because I think a lot of time, well, for the most part, I think we all want people to do well. We all want people to succeed. And we don't want to hurt people. No. no we don't want to hurt people. No, we don't. Absolutely not. But you, you made a really good point there to say that Sometimes it's it's in their best interest, and sometimes you're doing them a favor to shake mm-hmm. hands and part ways. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not truly happy, then maybe that is the best course of action, so that they can go somewhere and find someone. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was actually talking to a CEO who's become a very good friend of mine, and he, when he notices that someone isn't functioning to their best ability, right? He, he goes to them and he has this very blunt conversation, and he says, "You're not doing well. You're not hitting your numbers." What's going on? He tries to understand first, right? Mm-hmm. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Little Stephen Coveyism. Yeah. And he gives him an option because you have three options. Number one is you pick up your slack over the next quarter. If you if if you do, great. Option number one. Option number two, you quit. You tell me that you you can't do it. Mm-hmm. That if you can't do it over the next quarter, then you know you're gonna tell me that. And right. if you do that, then I'm gonna help you find a new job. Yeah. Or number three, you just keep going on how you're doing it. And I don't want you to do that because if you do, you and I are going to have a very different conversation, a very mm-hmm. difficult conversation in mm-hmm. the quarter. So I'm going to leave it to you. What do you think you could do? If you believe you can hit your numbers, let me know. If you need help from me, let me know. Um, and so this individual actually came to him. He's a lot of people who come to him and they choose option number two. I can't hit my numbers. Please help me find a new job. And he'll say, okay, I yeah. will help you find a new job. I will make referrals for you. I will make connections for you. And in the end, that person who wasn't satisfied in their job, who wasn't performing, in the end had a better solution other uh, outside of that organization. So you're right, Rob. It, it there is a positive to letting somebody go. Mm-hmm. But now let's just say, okay, that's that's one option, right? Letting somebody go. How else do you engage employees who maybe aren't satisfied with their job? How do you pull them back in? How do you help them find like purpose in their job? Well, I'm going to say it starts with a conversation. Everything starts with a conversation. How's it going? How are you doing? What are you struggling with? Uh, And I've been doing more of this lately, and it's something that I've been trying to be uh, very uh, pointed in doing is grabbing somebody around the office, you know, or, you know, in the morning when I see them walking around and, uh, hey, you got 10 minutes, let's go for coffee. 
very quick and, conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what? You, you'd be amazed the conversation we have in the truck, driving from here to the coffee shop, grabbing a, a quick cup of something, coming back, and the conversation that we will have very quickly because they're relaxed. They're out of the office. Uh, I don't know. It's something about driving that just yeah. seems to relax people. <laughs> yeah. But we have such great conversations. Mm. And you get start asking those questions, you know, what are you happy with? What aren't you happy with? And this just happened a couple of weeks ago where, you know, first off, I had the opportunity to really get to know the person a lot more, their their personal history and some of that sort of stuff and shared some of mine as well. So we got to know each other better, which is very important. You know, your team needs to know who we're working with and, and we're, who we're working around. Uh, so we had that part of the conversation. Then it was funny on the way back, we got into the business conversation and you know, you know they, they, they shared such a great story. Like, I, I'm seeing, mm. you know, this and this needs to be better. And, you know, but this is great. And this we're doing is really good. And then it went back and forth. So it wasn't all negative stuff. Right. So it was a really constructive conversation. And what I thought that would really impress me is it, the honesty of the conversation. Mm. Because they weren't intimidated to say, well, you know, boss, uh, you know, yeah. everything's good. You know, we don't want to, yeah. uh, I don't want to say something that's going to get me in trouble here. Just the pure honesty of yeah. the conversation was so important. Mm. And I could take things from it and go back to the management team and say, you know what? Are you seeing this? Mm. And what's going on? You know? And you know what? Here's some of the good stuff. Let's keep building on that. Yes, yeah. You know, all the things that go with that. Yeah. And, and that's happened more than once. But I'm just thinking of one of the more recent ones. Yeah. But, you know, having that honest conversation with somebody. Mm. And, and But that gets back to your three points. What is that CEO really doing? Mm. He's having an honest conversation. He's getting to the meat of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, it's, it comes down to, so you have conversation, but then I'd argue it comes before that. And the fact that you just give a damn, mm-hmm. you give a damn, you care about the people that you work with. They're not just cogs in a wheel. I do. Right? Yeah. And, and that is the most important piece is having empathy for people and realizing mm-hmm. that people have challenges in their lives. Mm-hmm. Everybody has problems. Some people are going through crises and yeah. you need to understand what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. But you don't understand unless you care. Some people say, I don't care. I, and I've worked with some of these people before yeah. and they're tyrants. But they say, I don't care what you're going through. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You have a job to do, and you do the job well. If you don't do the job well, get the heck out. And for those people, man, like I don't like working with those people. Well, I'm going to tell you that when they start doing that, those people that can be excellent, excellent people start self-selecting out. Yeah. And the first mm. thing that happens when a culture or job satisfaction starts to, to go away, mm-hmm. your top performers leave. Yes. You know, yeah, they're the first true. ones out the door. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not kind of the people at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You lose your top people first because they're looking to be motivated. They're looking for success. They don't want to be in that, uh, I'll say, toxic. And even the early stages of a toxic environment, yeah. you lose your good people. Now, what does that cost the company? Think about it. Man. Top performers are gone. Wow. What have you got left? Oof. You know, now... Let's face it, I don't care if you've invested in every single person and everything you've done and all the great stuff that you've done for your people. There's still going to be, you know, on the gold medal team, the (laughs) people that were at the top of the team and the people that were lower. That's right. Right? But, you know, when your top people start leaving. Oh, man. That's a a scary place to be. It absolutely is. And that is what happens when you allow bad culture to persist, when you allow um, job satisfaction to wane. 
what is the difference between job satisfaction and culture? Are we thinking that they're both the same thing? Like, well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things. These days, I wonder if that's a chicken and egg thing. You know, maybe we've changed, um, yeah. you know, with, with generational, it's, you know, sometimes we just like those synonyms that are, you know, what was really good in, you know, uh, in the 90s is no good now, but yeah. we're doing the same things. Yeah. And I really think that job satisfaction and culture have become one and the same. Because as I'm reading through different things these days, uh, what I'm reading about is, you know, job satisfaction will bring your production in your company up 12% if you've got a a satisfied team. It's a good stat. It is a great stat. Can you imagine adding 10 to 12% more work without adding any more people? Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. But when you read about culture, they're telling you the same thing. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't realize that before. I'm... um I've never actually thought about that perspective before and the fact that mm. employee satisfaction, job satisfaction, and culture. Oh, now that I kind of say it out loud, of course it makes sense. You know right. what I mean? Like you're not going to mm. have a good culture with low job satisfaction. They, they both are kind of one and the same. They really are. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again, whose job is it to create that? It's mine. Mm. You know what? If someone, how do I make someone satisfied in their job? And this is a, you know, a, a big one. It's about the culture. How do we, you know, we train them. We support them, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, I took this off of a John Maxwell thing the other day. We have to have more sentences that end with question marks. Oh, interesting. You Tell know? me a little bit about that. Well, that means sitting and asking questions. Mm. You know, like I said the other day when I went with coffee with, with the fellow there, it was such a great thing to ask him, you know, how's this going? How's that going? What do you think of this? And, you know, if this isn't working right, what would you do? You know what I mean? So by asking the questions, it becomes not a, a monologue, right? Mm-hmm. We're having a dialogue. We're going back and forth. And I'm learning from him. And he's looking at me going, huh, the boss isn't pretending that he knows everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's important to be part of the team. And if you pretend to be the smartest guy in the room, the staff will figure out in a hurry that you're not. <laughs> That's right. You know? It's an ego thing, man. That's, 100%. So I... I, I Rob always pulls these out when we have a show. It's just like sometimes we, we, we talk a lot about what we're going to be talking about beforehand. And then he just pulls out these like these 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 great like nuggets. That's such a good nugget. You know, mm-hmm. they just came out of nowhere. But I love that. Like we should have more sentences that end with question with with a question mark. Well, like I say, that wasn't mine. I wish it was. But. I know, but it's, it's, it's content curation. <laughs> yeah. But I love that yeah. you brought that in because it's mm-hmm. something that I've never thought about. And again, it comes mm-hmm. down to um, dropping the ego. You right. know, asking more questions. I don't have the answers to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what what people love so much about you is the fact that you know that you don't know everything. Right. And that you are comfortable asking questions, comfortable saying, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm going to find out the answer yeah. to that. So I'm going to ask you a tough question then. Okay. Is it okay for people to not be 100% satisfied in their job? You know, that is a tough one. And I'm going to say it's okay. And that doesn't mean that we don't continually work at it mm-hmm. and, and try and find ways. But that becomes the whole search and conversation part asking the questions right Mm. you know because we'll never get a hundred percent of anything yeah Uh, you know what i mean in life as much as you want it to be i'm going to tell you that you are always going to be looking for new ways to be satisfied Mm. and things are going to change in a business that may upset them or something's going to happen in their lives personally you brought that up earlier Mm -hmm. yeah and how do we make them more satisfied again the questions Okay, where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself in five years? How do we help you get there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And maybe sometimes getting there, maybe maybe buys and fire is a stepping stone. 
And you look yeah. at other corporations that are out there, and you know that it, you know, some of these jobs are stepping stones for people in yep. their career. But as I talked about in one of the other uh, shows, mm-hmm. did the person leave here a better person than when that. they arrived? That's such a good point. You know, yeah. and if we're doing that, I'm going to tell you another very important thing. Mm. They're not going to leave as quickly. Even if this mm. is still a stepping stone, you are going to get more out of them because they're happy in the culture. They're happy with their job satisfaction. It's all kind of one and the same. You know, Ryan, you've heard me talk about people, process, and tools, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, people is at the front of that list for a reason, mm. right? Yeah. Now, process is important in business, okay? It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's, and especially the bigger the company gets, the more you need process. Mm-hmm. But sometimes process becomes a point, and this is where the really large companies, the corporations, mm-hmm. the multinationals have really lost sight of things mm-hmm. because they're process, process, process. Yes. But what, when we're starting to have things that are over-processed, talk about processed meat. Is that good for you? No. You're, you're an exercise guy. <laughs> you know processed meat isn't good for you. It's not good for you. So if you're over-processing a company, it just becomes baloney. You think about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm honest. Yeah, you know, I'm being totally honest here. You know what? This is, I'm not saying that you don't need process. You do. But when you think the process is going to drive that. your company, that's a bunch of baloney. Process your, baloney. It is. <laughs> your people will drive your company. They'll follow a process. They'll follow, But more importantly, they'll follow a leader. I like that. Yeah, I know. But that's the truth. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good, uh, that's a good Rob Reedism, hey? When, you ha- when you're fo- focused less on people and too much on process... You start creating process baloney. I like yeah. that. But you know what, though? It, it, I laugh about it, but it's true. I've stepped into a lot of large organizations mm-hmm. and a lot of smaller organizations. And when there's too much process, they it, there's less focus on people. There's mm-hmm. less care and there's less conversations you're having it. Um, and that culture culture happens whether you like it or not and the right. cultures there aren't that good. Yeah. The people are not that satisfied. No, they're and a not. lot of companies, because they're so big, a lot of the employees are in there. They're getting paid a lot of money. They're getting paid good benefits. Some of them have nice pensions in the organizations. Right. And they're just, they're there now, and I'm, I can't, I can't yeah. go anywhere. They're waiting for the golden handshake. Oh, they're not trying to make it a better workplace. They don't give a... They don't yeah. give a damn, honestly, about the culture or what's going on. They're there to collect the paycheck or they're waiting for the golden handshake because yeah. they know with a lot of these companies, these big corporations, I call it September sweepstakes when they're trying to get their, <laughs> their final numbers up at the end of the year for shareholders yeah. and they sweep out a few people. Yeah. And you know, how are we going to do this? And I'm going to tell you, I love September sweepstakes because I've picked up some fantastic new people in the process. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah. and I can walk around our office here and, and and talk about two or three different people that have really like I can't believe that somebody else let them go. No kidding. I can't yeah. believe it, but that's again that's our victory though, right? Yeah, that's our victory, that's but our that's victory. but that's their process. Yeah. And that's not paying attention to their people. Yeah. And that's how important your people are. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to job satisfaction, um, what are some tools, what are some different processes or we're talking about processes again, yeah. but what are some things that we can do on a regular basis to ensure, besides conversation, um, to ensure that people are, are, are happy or does it just always comes down to conversation in your mind or are there different tools you've picked no, up? No, there, there, there's definitely, uh, you know, the questions are the first part. Yeah, I, I, right? I definitely agree. But then you've got to kind of walk the walk. Right. Uh, you know what? Now, the, the, you know, somebody said, you know, I really want to become, you know, a, a top salesperson. That's mm. that's my goal. I really want to be that person. OK, well, how are we going to get them there? 
Oh, right. Okay. So now let's let's start creating a path to get them there. Smart. You yeah. know, uh, your employee and, and development plan, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I've got two people right now. I'm going to get away from the sales thing, mm. but two people in operations, and both of them wanted to drive the business better and be more engaged in how the construction side of our business runs. So what did we do? We put them in project management courses. Cool. And right now, I've got one of them now uh, challenging his PMP. Mm. The other one is still a few courses away. But we're going to have two guys here who started off as, you know, people that were moving into supervisory roles and going through the steps. But we've now educated. Cool. So we've invested in them. How much happier are they in their jobs? Yeah. You know what? They know what they're doing. They don't feel lost on job sites. They see landmines before they get to Mm -hmm. them. You know? Yeah. You're giving them a sense of purpose too. You're 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 setting goals, giving them a sense of purpose, um, getting them active in the in the company, mm-hmm. and uh, helping them take control of their career. Yeah. So again, kind of the answer there is like a career development plan is one of the ways to do that. Is give them give them something to shoot for. Yeah, absolutely. Give them something to believe in. I yep. think that's cool. I, and I, it's 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 tough because it's it's a little push and pull. You know, you don't want to push on people, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times you want to make sure that people are coming and pulling from you and saying. You know what? Like, I would really like to do X, Y, and Z in the company. And right. Like, okay, great. Let's let's do that. So, mm-hmm. I will say that it's on you. But do you disagree with this? And if you do, that's fine. Is it always on you? Is it always on the CEO? Or does it come back to the employee as well? For the employee to say, "Hey, you know what? Like, I want to talk to you about my my role here." Mm-hmm. You know, or does it always come down to you and well, say, "Like, I mean, what do you want to do?" Everything here? starts with a leader. But I mean, let's face it: there also has to be a certain amount of personal initiative. Yeah. Do you want to grow in your role? Maybe sometimes you got to say, hey, listen, I had this idea on the weekend, yeah. right? I want to go somewhere with this. What do you think, boss? Mm-hmm. I you know, like I mean, as much as, yes, we got to, you know, be leaders and we got to ask the questions and we got to do all these great things. We're also not mind readers. 100%. We have to be able to sit down and have that, you know, that open door policy where someone can walk into your office and say, hey, you know what? I was thinking about this on the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, can can we have this conversation? Now, if you've created the right culture, your people are comfortable with you, they trust you, right? Mm-hmm. The first level when we talk about Lencioni, right, yeah, and always. five dysfunctions, the biggest and most important and first one is trust. Always comes back to that. If your people trust you, they're going to come into your office and sit down and say, I was thinking about this. This is what I would like to do. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And we right. can have that conversation. That's right. And that's important for them. Completely agree. And so uh, that point's really important for the people who are watching and that don't, let or don't wait for the CEO to tell you what to do and take control of your career and go to the CEO and talk to the CEO, talk to your manager and say, this is what I want to do. Does this fit into the scheme of the organization? Because a lot of times employee satisfaction, it's a lot of like, um, what are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for me? No, no, no. Instead, flip it and ask like, hey, I'm going to take control of my career. Mm -hmm. I'm not satisfied. How do I get satisfied here? And go back to your manager. Go back to the CEO and say, this is what I want. And it doesn't come down to money. I'll tell you that right now. Like, Money is a small piece of the puzzle. It's what are you doing on a regular basis? How do you see purpose in what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And some people might shake their heads and say, no, Ryan, it always comes down to money. I'm not getting paid yeah, enough. It doesn't. I'll tell you, it never it comes doesn't. down to that. Like, Read all the statistics you want. Go read all the reports you want. You know, it never comes down to just money. It comes down to finding a sense of purpose in, in your workplace, mm-hmm. enjoying the people you work with, mm-hmm. uh, finding purpose with the organization, seeing right. the organization do good work, do good work in the community. Is the company mm-hmm. growing? There's so much more to it than that. Right. But, Am I making a contribution? Yeah. You know what I mean? And whether it's our purpose or any company, it doesn't matter what the purpose of that particular company is, but does the person feel like they're contributing to the greater good of that business? Correct. And 
taking the team forward and are they part of it? Yeah. Is what they're doing worthwhile, mm -hmm. right? That's exactly right. Is their value. Yeah. It's so important to make sure that people understand their value, what they're doing for the, for the community within the company mm -hmm. because everything, and I don't care, I've said this a thousand times, you know, you can have the best salesperson in the world knocking it out of the park, but if the person answering the phones misses a day, right? Mm -hmm. Or the person in the back that's receiving things isn't here, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so mm -hmm. that a, a, an order gets missed or those phone calls get dropped. Every single person in the business is important. Yes. Every single Everybody. one of them. Because they agree. all play a role. Completely agree. Love that. On that note, uh, again, well, you know what? I always like to put it back to the community. We start off by, by addressing the community. I want to put it back to the community. What kind of question do we want to pose to them this week? Mm -hmm. Something about employee satisfaction something about culture something about purpose something we can engage folks on to get a little bit smarter what kind of question do you have maybe or something a comment that you want to pose to the community with relation to uh employee satisfaction job satisfaction well you know what i would really love to hear people come back right now and, and talk about exactly that what's the difference between culture and job satisfaction mm. let's have that conversation are they the same are they different? Yeah. You know? Good question. And, you know, if they are, if they truly are the mm -hmm. same thing, then let's get focused on it and let's make sure that we have, you know, a great culture within the company yeah. as well as, you know, the individuals having great job satisfaction. And maybe that is the difference. I love that. But let's have that conversation. I'd really like to hear back from everybody on it. Yeah, I agree. It'd be interesting to kind of see the uh, different perspectives, see if we can get some HR folks to uh, pipe in. Maybe they're screaming at us right now saying, there is a difference. There is a difference. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. we'll find out, I guess, yeah, if there is or not. Let's hear about it. I exactly. Mean, that's, but that's the whole point of this. Again, like, Completely you know, we said, that. you know, is to create the conversation, create the stimulus for great that's conversation. Right. That's exactly right. You know? All right, that is this week's episode of Into the Fire, where every single week we're just uh, trying to clear the smoke on hot topics. And uh, this week we're talking a little bit about uh, job satisfaction, employee satisfaction, and the role it plays in an organization, how it drives purpose, how it drives culture. So we'll, we'll learn a little bit more about this this week as we uh, launch this and air it. But uh, please feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn, add your comments on YouTube, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're connected to uh, Bison Fire Protection, wherever you're connected to Rob, mm -hmm. please feel free to share and uh, comment. And uh, we can't wait to uh, see you online. But in any case, it's yeah. a good conversation, my friend. You betcha. Yeah. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for coming in. Take care.